Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 103.9 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with someone who I could I could safely say he is one of the funniest men on the planet. And if you don't believe me, just watch the Russell Howard Hour. Uh, Russell Howard's good news and uh, and any special that he's ever done, his latest, and it's it's a must watch is lubricant, and he did something that I don't think has been done on Netflix before, but I think a lot of people are going to follow suit. Uh, he put it out. He put out the and and Netflix released the the comedy special with a documentary, and his documentary is called. Uh, until the wheels come off. And th- this is going to start a trend, mark my words, with Netflix. And people are going to do this. He's terrific. Everything he touches, in my mind, turns to gold. Russell Howard, how are you? Oh, I'm great. What a lovely introduction. I- I'm British, so I don't know how to deal with kindness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I tell you, honestly, that's a little tip to American audiences. If you want to really get under the skin of a British comedian, just compliment them. They won't know what to do. The next time you see John Oliver on stage, just tell him that his dad loves him, and that man will crumble in front of you. That's terrific. Hey, listen, this is uh, th- this is terrific that you're doing both of this. Whose idea was it to do the documentary uh, and lubricant at the same time? Uh, did uh, w- was this you? Uh, was this in accordance with Netflix? Was it their idea? Uh, how no, did this come about? It was. It was. Actually, it was actually my idea because I, 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 I love uh, a documentary um, and I really like knowing uh, the story behind the stories, you know. So that's the plan, really, that it was going to follow me around the world tour that I was doing. Um, and then obviously COVID happened and it sort of became a documentary about trying to make a special through COVID and, you know, all the, with the gigs in like woods and laybys and car parks and we did a gig in a football stadium, like a 25,000 seater football stadium in Bristol where I'm from yeah. um, because we were meant to be doing a theatre so in, we weren't allowed to do the theatre because of COVID so we put 4,000 people that we would have had in the theatre every night in the football stadium uh, spread out massively so we did like a week of gigs in this massive football stadium with people spread out. But just because, what were the options? The options were to not do it um, or to do a slightly weird, unique gig. And my attitude was always like, right, if there's a way, let's see if we can do it. Um, very similar to, I think, sort of Chappelle was doing similar stuff um, in, in Ohio and Burt Kreishner was kind of doing outdoor spaces. You know, and I know Bill Burr was doing a lot of outside gigs. It's sort of that thing, really, where if you're addicted to comedy and you adore it, you kind of find a way. And, yeah, that was sort of what it was about, really. Uh, yeah, that's a, a terrific insight uh, to, to how you handled a, a very unique situation. But in general, mm. uh, did Great Britain handle... Uh, the pandemic from a comedy standpoint, and again, the clubs and everything, d- any differently than America? Was it uh, mirror images of each other, or, or was uh, it, was there differences w- in how they handled the pandemic and how people were coming into, you know, comedy clubs or any live venue? Mm. Um, I think it was pretty similar that, that we might have been 
a couple of weeks ahead of you because uh, uh, you had COVID later than us, maybe. But I guess it's different from state to state, you know, in, in, in America. Because I know um, Texas opened up a lot quicker or Florida in certain places. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, some people are cautious. That's understandable. Some people want to want to uh, come out and, and, and gig. And I think that's where we're at now. The people that want to go to comedy or music or any kind of live performance, they've had enough of hibernation. You know, they've had their jabs, they've hunkered down, and now they want to get back to living. So the gigs over here are absolutely extraordinary because, and I bet it's the same in America, there's that sense of, God, I've missed this. I've missed my friends. I've missed having a beer. I've missed going to the restaurant. I've missed just having a laugh. I've missed listening to some bloke or girl in a dark room just just being funny. And it's almost reminded us of how much we need that, I think. Certainly as a comedian and probably as audience members, you just kind of you forget. It's just, it's just lovely to be lost in laughter with, with strangers. And there's something unifying about that. And, yeah, I think... Oddly, that, that was probably the silver lining that came from, from my job's point of view, that came from the chaos. You know, it was a reminder of how important this is. Let me ask you if it felt any different doing lubricant than, than say, you, you know, uh, recalibrate. I mean, uh, was it, mm. uh, you know, that uh, recalibrates before the pandemic, uh, the whole world has changed, mm. we're in a new normal did did you is it like riding a bike you just kind of jump back on it's all the same uh well did it feel different to you it was certainly the beginning is very odd like the uh, people are spaced out and they're wearing masks and like i do a tv show in the uk and we did a lot of those shows in the first lockdown to nobody no audience members so performing stand-up to silence is just, and, and because we're English, and because the guys who work on my show uh, are asses, they put all the chairs <laughs> So there was a real reminder of how popular I would have been. But yeah, I, don't think, I, may, may, I don't think there was necessarily going to change as such. It's just that, I don't know, I think, I think oddly, the crowds are probably better than they were because they've realized that they've missed it. I mean, America's always been great. Like, it's been my experience, but I'm super lucky. Whenever I'm, I'm there and, and I'm doing gigs, it just seems so kind of up for it in a way that English crowds, uh, you know, you have to coax them into fun. You know, we're a pretty miserable bunch, whereas <laughs> it always feels like in the States, uh, you're just kind of bang up for it. It just feels like there's an energy, you know? I, listen, I, I'm like you. I love documentaries, and I'm thrilled that you did this. Mm. And uh, is it is it something you think you're going to do more of? Uh, did you like the feel of, <laughs> of doing the documentary? Yeah, yeah totally. Well, I'd be amazed if, if, like you said, if this doesn't become a thing. It's like, who wouldn't want to know how, you know, Taylor Thompson or, you know, Michelle Wolf or you know, Chappelle or Burr or whoever puts a show together? It's just, you know, I, I think also with things like podcasts and we just kind of we like a bit of access and we also it's like the Beatles get back doc if, if you're into finding out how people uh, fine tune the machine that you eventually see then 
yeah, a documentary, a comedy doc is great because it's just a window into, um, you know, performers. I love them. I just think they're so interesting. And there's a brilliant one that Gary Shandling, I think um, Judd Apatow did about Gary Shandling, was just such a beautiful window brilliant. into his, Absolutely brilliant. Into his mind. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and also, there's something that you get from it, whether you're into stand-up or not. It's like there is a deep desire for that man to find kind of creative perfection and I don't know I, I, I don't know I'm a bit of a sucker for stuff like that of any kind of sort of gentle self-improvement in terms of trying to find whatever it is you want to do I love I find it so beguiling you know well, listen, congratulations on everything that you've done, and congratulations on Lubricant. We'll be talking about it as we let you go. Quickly, uh, you got people waiting to talk to you, I know. Uh, can you give us a website or a social media site uh, to follow along with you? Yeah, it's uh, russell-howard.co.uk, and uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and all that, and all the dates are there. But I think you're New York, are you? Is that right? Yep. I'm doing a bunch of shows in Philadelphia. Yeah. Philadelphia, Boston, and New York, uh, Washington, and on 17th to the 20th of March. So, yeah, come down. I'd love to see you. I got it in front of us. We'll be talking about you. Russell, thanks for being here. Thanks, sir. Thanks for having me. Take care. Russell Howard, everyone has been our very special guest. Uh, again, one of the funniest men on the planet, one of the funniest people uh, out there, and he's just tremendous. And uh, Recalibrate was just uh, just unbelievable. Lubricant is upon us, which sounds kind of funny, right? But Lubricant is, uh, is out there now on Netflix. You can check it out. And uh, the documentary that goes along with it is Until the Wheels Come Off. And... I'm I'm shooting documentaries now, and and I'm into documentaries, so I'm into watching them, and you know I'll be watching this for sure. Russell Howard is a a big deal. He's got seven million followers on on social media or just Twitter. I don't know you know what it is, but seven. I'm looking at a number seven million in front of me. The Russell Howard Hour. Russell Howard's good news. Uh, they're both unbelievably funny just good he sounds like a good guy first time i'm talking to him and hopefully we'll have him for a longer period of time somewhere along the line and uh you know everyone out there check him out on netflix it's uh, he he's always does a top-notch job a quick point about him is, is I, he was one of the zombies <laughs> uncredited but uh, he was one of the zombies in Shaun of the dead uh somebody told me the other day and i was i was going to ask him uh, ask him this when this came up, and uh, and I just yeah, it, it, we didn't have time. I didn't uh, forgot it. But uh, interesting going from from that kind of role to uh, to where he is in the stand up world. He's he's tremendous, very talented man. Russell Howard has been our very special guest. Check out Lubricant on Netflix, and uh, documentary is called uh, Until the Wheels Come Off. Check him out live. He'll be in the New York area. In different places in Florida, check him out. In Connecticut, I don't know if he's in Connecticut. He's in Jersey. Uh, check him out. Russell Howard has been our very special guest. Uh, Stand-up extraordinaire. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>